And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. I can see you right now in the kitchen, bending over a hot stove, but I can't see the stove. Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? The shadow knows. <laughs> Would you mind telling me whose brain I did put in? And you won't be angry? I will not be angry. Abby someone. Abby someone. Abby who? Abby normal. What do you do, Carl? Carl is a inventor slash entrepreneur. Yeah, I'm still looking for that home run, you know? I mean, when I saw the iPod first time, I was like, man, I gotta kick myself. That was so hard on him. What's your name? Carl's my name. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger, ready to move out. Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the adept Lisa Wolf. In this hour, it's a detective episode of Philo Vance from 1950. But first, Lisa Wolf Dillon is our lyricist for learning the lyrics. Lisa will read popular song lyrics. I'll try to guess the name of the songs while you play along at home. Right, Lisa? Uh, that's right, Carl. So uh, these are all uh, songs with one-word titles. Mm. You couldn't think of any except money, and uh, I guess that's what's on your brain. And none of these songs are called money. So we're safe to begin. Mm, okay. So, Mike, I need your prediction. You're going to get one of these. Just one? one? That's it? Yeah. Oh my he doesn't gosh. have much faith in you, but wow. I mean, no, I understand why. Like Do I look tired tonight? Because he said I look tired a couple of nights. You look fabulous tonight. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, he's like, man, you, you look yeah, kind of tired. Yeah, there's no sarcasm in that. Look tired tonight. <laughs> oh, you look fabulous, Carl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, we're going to start with the first one, and your clue is the title is one word. One word. Okay. Okay. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet, to go over everything. They say that time's supposed to heal you, but I ain't done much healing. I'm in hmm. California dreaming about who we used to be when we were younger and free. I've forgotten how it felt before the world fell at our feet. There's such a difference between us and a million miles. Anything? No. I must have called a thousand times to tell you I'm sorry for everything that I've done. Nothing. Um, yeah, I th- actually think I just got it. I think it really? just I think it just popped in my head okay. right now. Are you ready for this, Mike? Yes. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm hitting the ding now. <laughs> the song is Hello. Hello. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Hello. It just popped in my head. Let's hear it. Hello. Hello. I didn't think you were going to get this. I didn't either. I didn't either. It's three of us. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to me to go over everything. They say the time's supposed to heal you, but I ain't done much healing. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? What's in the background? I'm in California dreaming about who we used to be when we were younger. Maybe it's the video. And free. 
I'm hearing like sound effects in the background. There's something going on. It's probably the video or something like that. Anyway. All right. That was Hello by Adele. Right? Exactly. Wow. Great job. I am like really impressed. Hello, Carl. (laughs) You're impressed with yourself. As I said, you know, I have uh, arthritis in my shoulder. Otherwise, I'd pat myself on the back. Right. Well, that's... um... Well, good. I'm glad somebody's willing to pat you on the back. I'm Mm going to stay over here right now and move on to the next song. And it is a one-word title. Okay? Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Um, I've been alone with you inside my mind. Been alone with you inside my mind. And in my dreams, I've kissed your lips. A thousand times. A thousand times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I sometimes see you pass outside my door. My door. Hello. Is it me you're Is looking for? Is it me for? you're looking for? I can see it I in your eyes. I can see you in my eyes. I can see it in your smile. I can see you in my smile. You're all I've ever all wanted. All I've ever wanted. And my arms are open my wide. Arms are open wide. Because you know just what to say. you know just what to say. And you know just what to and do. And you know just what to do. And I want to tell you so much. I, I love, love you. you. So what's the title? I don't know. <laughs> I love you. That's three words, so it's a one-word title. Well, keep going. Um, I, you you pretty much got the the crux of it there, but I can. I long to see the sunlight in your hair. I long to see the sun and tell you time and time, time again, again how much I care. Lead me up to the word. You know what I mean? Like lead me up to the word, and then I can I figure did. it out. I did. When we 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 glossed right over it. <laughs> <laughs> Lead me up to the word. I did. All right, lead me up. To I've it. been alone with you inside my, my mind. mind, and in my dreams, I've kissed your you, lips a, a thousand, thousand times. times. I sometimes see you sometimes pass outside my door. Outside my door. So keep going. Hello, is it me you're looking for? Keep going. I can see you in my eyes. I can hear it in your touch. Okay. You're oh, all I've, I've ever, ever wanted. wanted. And my arms are and my open arms wide. Are open wide. Because you know just what to say. You know just what. And you know just what to do. What to and do. I want to tell you so much. I love you. I love you. So it's it's buried in there, Carl. I don't know. It's Lionel Richie. Yeah. Um, Can I interject? Yeah. Yes. Did I say if, the if word? If this were a normal game, yeah, you <laughs> probably would have won already. That's right. But it's not a normal game. But you, you assumed you didn't have it. And you just kept going. So you glossed right over. In other words, I said the word, right? You did. All right. So the word is hello. It is. Well, I said that. I said hello. You did. I said it was more no. No, I actually said hello, and you didn't say it was right. Right, Mike? Well, you, you said were, it within the lyric. No, I said hello. I said it like that. And yeah, you didn't. for Adele, you did. That's this hello. is the next song. They're both called Hello. Yeah, I, got, I said it. <laughs> but you got, I got it. it. I got it right. You got it right. I said hello. <laughs> I heard you. Hello. 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 Is it me you're looking for? Is it me you're looking for? So you did two songs with the same title? Exactly. Is the third one Hello? I don't know. Let's wait and see. Is there a third song called Hello? <laughs> I don't know. Is there? Is it? <laughs> is there? <laughs> I don't know. All right. So the first one was Hello by Adele. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. The second one is Hello by Lionel Richie. You All also right. got it. Okay. Let's see what's so happening. I assumed you would get this one. All right. So that was the one I heard. Okay. I love you. I love you. All right. Well, that's great. 
I, I really did. I said hello, and you didn't say Yeah, but say, as part of the right. lyrics, I didn't know that. You said it as oh, the title. No, I was saying it as I title. bet you were. I, I really did think no, you it got was it. called Hello. It is. Hello. Right. Okay. The third song, again, one-word title, okay? Mm-hmm. Tell me something, girl. Mm-hmm. Are you happy in this modern world? Mm-hmm. Or do you need more? Is there something else you're searching for? Mm-hmm. I'm falling in all the good times. I find myself longing for change. And in the bad times, I fear myself. Tell me something, boy. Are you tired trying to fill that void? Or do you need more? Ain't it hard keeping so hardcore? I'm falling. Nothing? You've it, done this song before. You know that? Maybe. You, you've in, done this song. Maybe in an earlier day. I don't think day. I got it then, and I don't think I'm going to get in it In all now. the good times. Is it called I, Hello? It's <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Carl, you know this song. <sighs> you know, I thought you this was the one you'd get. Mm-hmm. Listen, yeah. tell me something, girl. Tell me something, girl. Are you happy in this modern world? Are you happy in this modern world? Or do you need more? Or do you need more? Is there something else you're searching for? Is there something else you're searching for? I'm falling. Fall. Okay. Oh, this is... Um, there you go. Yeah, this is... I thought uh, that would help Okay, you. yeah, yeah. This is the song from A Star is Born. That's right. Okay. So who's singing? This is Shallow. That's right. Tell shallow. Little Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. All three, I'm, baby. You're trying to make up for your earlier faux pas. Baby. <laughs> so you know what? What, Carl? So it. <laughs> I gotcha. So, so it. So, it. Wait, why did you just yeah. hit the buzzer? Well, I'm trying to come up with something to cover up. I understand your profanity. So, blank. It. I gotcha. <laughs> Both of you. Because you only thought I was going to get one, Mike. Well, you had a little hard time earlier this evening with some of the segments. Blanket. (laughs) You know, put a blanket around you both. (laughs) You did really well. I got them all, baby. Got them all, baby. That's right. Who's calling me baby? Put baby in the corner. Nobody does that. Nobody puts baby in the corner. All right. Well, all right. I am Great job. very proud of myself. I'm so glad. I'm proud of you, too. Mike is right. proud of you as well. We have a proud so moment. Take a blanket. That's right. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. When we come back, <laughs> we uh, we have a, a detective episode of Philo Vance. He couldn't have even figured out those songs. No and he's way. a detective. That's right. All right. Stick around. In the bad times, I fear myself. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. Uh, I'll never forget meeting this guy, Jackson Beck, the guy who plays Philo Vance in this particular episode. I met him at one of the uh, conventions, you know, in out in um, Newark, New Jersey, one of the friends of old-time radio conventions. And... Um, he was kind of a crusty guy. He was kind crusty. of a, kind of crusty and crabby. I was like, "Hey, could I interview you, Mister Beck?" And he's like, "So did you?" Um, yeah, he let me talk to him for a little while, and then he was like, "Take a look at this," and he showed me his AFTRA card, and he was AFTRA member number two. Oh, was he the one that was yeah. two? Yeah. And then we figured it out later that Eddie Cantor was AFTRA member one. or AFRA member right. number. There was no T in it yet because there was no. 
TV, TV yet. Yeah. He was Afra member number two, Jackson wow. Beck. And, um, yeah, and Eddie Cantor was number one. But uh, he was a little bit crusty. It was a little, you know, he was older and, you know, not exactly. <laughs> like how much older? How old was he? Oh, uh, he was old. He was like, you know, probably 90. Oh, yeah. Wow, okay. Um, but he was there. So. He was there. And he was amazing actor. He was in a ton of radio shows. And he starred in this particular show, Philo Vance Detective. It was a Ziv publication, syndicated series. You'll hear Jackson Beck. He had that great, deep voice. This is called The Full Dress Murder Case. He plays uh, Detective Philo Vance from June 13, 1950, part one of Philo Vance Detective. Yep, gets pretty lonely pounding a beat in this neighborhood, Mr. Gorham. Glad to walk a little way with you. Oh, it's just the other way around, officer. Walking home alone at midnight in this section isn't my idea of fun, eh? <laughs> you know pretty near all the characters around here, don't you? Uh, all of them that ever checked into the hotel I clerk at. That is, if you're charitable and can call it a hotel. Ah, poor fellas. I kind of feel sorry for some of them. Yes, some of them. Yes, fellas like uh, Johnny Edwards, Boxcar Charlie, or, or Billy Duke. Nice boys who just never quite made it. They'll work, only nobody will give them a job. Well, Mr. Gorham, everybody's got their own problems. Yes, indeed. I... Some guys who oh, don't... So look, look where? Well, o- over there, behind the ash cans, there's a, there's a body lying there. There is. Well, we'll soon see about that. Oh, be it's, it's a body, all right. Oh. A body in a full-dress suit. Oh, that, that is all I need. I won't sleep for a week now. I've got to phone in a report on this right away. Oh, yes, yes, hurry. Some swell got himself murdered. But why did he have to do it on my beat? Officer, wait, wait just a minute. For what? I think I, 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 I know this man. Now, Mr. Gorham, you know a lot of the characters from around here on account of your job, but you think you know this fella in the full-dress suit? I'm positive I know him. Evening clothes or no evening clothes, I know him. He stays at my hotel anytime he has a buck for a room. The dead guy, all dressed up in a full dress suit, is Boxcar Charlie. being district attorney, Vance, if I can't have a siren on my car. Well, there's the little matter of seeing that guilty people are punished, that the laws are upheld, little things like that, Markham. I know. But I think this siren is a throwback to the days when I was a kid and wanted to be a fireman. <laughs> I wanted to be a streetcar conductor. <laughs> I'll have to have a bell put in this car for you. Oh, thank you. Well, there's a spot where they found the body, Vance, just up the street where the crowd is gathered. Glad I was with you when the call came in. A man definitely identified as a derelict, but wearing full evening dress when he was found murdered. Fascinating combination of circumstances. I thought you'd like it. Now, let's see what we can do about finding out who killed him after you, Vance. Right. Surprising the crowd that'll gather at any hour of the day or night just to see something unusual. Oh, these people have plenty of time. Excavating work doesn't start for seven hours or so, and they have to watch something. That's so. Let us through, please. I'm sorry. Coming through. If you don't mind. What happened? Please, just out of my way, please. Thank you. 
Hello, officer. I'm District Attorney Markham. Oh, I, I recognize you, Mr. Markham. I'm Riley, 23rd Precinct. I found the body. Yes, I know. I see it hasn't been removed. I'm waiting for the men from the morgue now, Mr. Markham. While we're waiting, is it all right for me to examine the body? Go ahead, Vance. It's all right, Riley. He's Philo Vance. Oh, oh, Vance is a go. Go right ahead, Mr. Vance. Thank you. I don't think I'll be more than a few moments. Right, Vance. Officer. Oh, yes, sir. Your report said the dead man lived at a very cheap hotel down in this section. Yes. Yet, when you found him, he was wearing evening clothes. That it did, Mr. Markham. And don't ask me to explain it, because I can't. You won't have to, officer, but I think I can. What was that? Vance, you took one look at the body, and you can explain why a down-and-out individual would be wearing a dress suit. Not only that, but I think I have an idea where I can Please start looking for the killer of our friend, Boxcar Charlie. Now, Vance, I've seen you do astounding things, but never anything like this. How could you possibly find a clue so quickly? Charlie was stabbed, but you the knife isn't here, right. so it couldn't be that. It isn't. And I never saw Charlie while he was living, if that's what you're thinking, Markham. I'm not thinking anything at the moment. All right, my friend, let's leave it just that way. Personally, I never saw anything like this. All right. You're pretty smart, Mr. Vance. Thank you. Now I'm going to investigate the clue I found, which will give me an idea of just how smart I am. Okay, bum out. Come uh, George, on out. Uh, just a cup of coffee, George. Just a cup of coffee. Get out, I said. This is a diner, not a free lunch joint. Willie, hey, open the door. Now, I gotta wait, toss no, this guy no, out of hey, here. Come on, quick, come hey, on, come on. Hey, out. Hey. Well, that's it. Yeah. Get rid of him, Willie. Maybe. Maybe he'll be back. I doubt it. Suppose we get organized on that gimmick we got going. Everything's all set up for us. Uh, I don't think so. I got another idea about that. What's the matter with you? Do you have to argue about everything? It's the use of living if you can't argue. No fun in agreeing with people. And it's no fun in listening to you doubt everything either. Look, let's get something straight. <laughs> as if anybody as crooked as us could get anything straight. There you go again. Anyhow, here's something you can't argue about. Boxcar Charlie is dead, ain't he? Mm, it seemed like that when I stuck a knife in him, but I ain't no doctor. I ain't sure, you know. I am. He walked into this lunchroom of mine at the wrong time. He heard something he shouldn't have heard, and he had to go. Well, maybe he didn't hear nothing. We ain't sure he did. We couldn't take any chances, could we? Now, don't get sore at me. I killed him, don't forget. Anybody traces that knife and back to us, we can forget about this place and that big plan we got and everything else. Nobody's gonna do that. Don't worry. Yeah? Who's doing the contradicting now? Okay, Georgie. We got rid of the one guy who might interfere with us. We got clear sailing from here in. It's going to be happy days are here again for us unless... Now what? Unless somebody gets hep to what we're doing. And then it ain't happy days are here again. It's goodbye forever. District Attorney Markham speaking. Anybody that calls the DA's office at 2 o'clock in the morning doesn't rate as dignified an answer as that. <laughs> Hello, Vance. <laughs> Hello. I thought you'd come right back to your office when I left you after we found that dressed-up body. And I thought you'd get in touch with me, so we both thought correctly. That's right. It's a little difficult getting information at this hour, but I think I've finally come up with something. Something like what? Something like what I promised you. A place to start investigating the murder of Boxcar Charlie. I thought you knew that when you looked at the body. I had only a general idea. 
It isn't that any longer. What do you mean? It's gone, like all good ideas, from the general to the particular. Oh. I just thought I'd let you know I'm on the way to a certain diner. <laughs> you hungry, Vance? For information, I've been to five diners since I left you. According to the phone book, there's only one more particular diner left in town. One? Apparently, I've left it to last. And like most of the cases we've had in this office, when it comes to a lead on a killer, I've left it to Vance. <laughs> Pretty busy, don't they, Connie? Oh, I don't mind. This mission is part of my life, George. I like helping people. Why not? Oh, and I want to thank you for bringing those sandwiches. The men will appreciate oh, them. Oh, I was glad to do it. What's the use of running a coffee shop if you can't give away the food you're not going to sell anyway? <laughs> How's the big thing coming? Oh, the benefit? Yeah. Better than I had any right to expect. Everybody's helped. They announced it over the radio. The newspaper men have been wonderful, and people are actually buying tickets. Good. I'll bet I've sold more than $1,000 worth today alone. Why not? It's a good cause. A mission like the one you run here helps people. It helps unfortunate people. Oh, but the others are being very kind. Well, why shouldn't they? Well... After all, what are other people except unfortunate people who got a break? Oh, philosophy from a coffee shop owner. Well, well George, I never believed it. Anyhow, I've got $3,000 in cash right here in this envelope, and it'll be 10000 by tomorrow, I hope. All I can say is you're a pretty nice gal, Connie. Personally, I... Oh, here comes a customer, George. Excuse me. Oh, lady, I, I'm a poor unfortunate. I sure would like a cup of coffee. Maybe if you had something to go with it, I'd like that, too. Well, that's what we're here for. It's rather late, but I just got in a fresh batch of sandwiches, so if you'll sit down... Gee, oh. sure. Thanks. Uh, uh, join me, bud? No, thanks. Connie. Yes, George. Don't you think you ought to put this money in a safe or a bank or something? Oh, not tonight anymore. I haven't got a safe and the banks aren't open. Besides, nobody knows how much there is in this envelope. Well, 3,000 bucks is about a dope. Really? Hey, that bum is going for it. Stop him, George. George, stop him. That I will. Give me that let envelope. Let go, man. Let go. I'll let go, all right. This. Oh, George. Oh. I didn't want to do that, but... Then you didn't want to lose that three grand either, did you, Connie? No, oh, I'll get some water for this poor fellow. Oh, and, and George, it was good of you to stop him from stealing that money. Nobody touches that money, Connie. You mean nobody but me, of course. Sure. That's exactly what I mean. All right, that's the first portion of the full dress murder case on Philo Vance from... July, uh, uh, June 13th, 1950. This detective series was created by S.S. Van Dyne. Philo Vance was uh, very popular in books and movies and uh, also on radio. He was a stylish, highly intelligent, cultured P.I., Lisa. Sort of an Americanized Sherlock Holmes, if you may. And he probably could get Wordle on three where, uh, like me, that I just got Wordle on three, and Lisa's still working on it, and she's on, like, five. I'm on four, and I don't know the word. And she doesn't know the word, and <laughs> I've given her hints and stuff like that. I don't sort of like that. your hints. I got it on three without any hints mm. at all. You must be much smarter than I am. I would have to agree with you on right? that. <laughs> I have to agree with you. She yeah. could. She's having a lot of trouble. She's trouble she's sort of a sore loser. She's like for sure. She's like I don't want to do this anymore. No, you know? I just only like to do it for a few minutes, and then after yeah, that, yeah. And then if you, and if like, I ah, beat you, if I beat you, she's like, yeah, I don't want to do that. No, I didn't say that. You're I'm, like, yeah, no, yeah, I didn't you say were, that. You were kind of making a face. <laughs> you kind of were making a face. All right, I've had it with the world today. 
Just you keep going. I want to see if you even don't get it, maybe. Okay, I'll get it. All right, back to Philo Vance Detective after this short break. Hi, I'm Carl Amari. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Shadow, Jack Benny, Gunsmoke, Dragnet, The Whistler, and Abbott and Costello, consider joining the Classic Radio Club. Each month, members receive 10 of the greatest classic radio shows of all time. As curator, the 10 shows I select will be the best sound quality and the most popular, along with a rare show sprinkled in to add to the fun. I'll also send you historical liner notes, plus photos of the radio stars. Members also receive an email each week with a link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show. The links never expire, so you can listen to Hollywood 360 whenever you'd like. The first month membership fee is only $1, with each additional month under $10. And you can cancel at any time with no obligation. By joining the Classic Radio Club, you're supporting this show, so we thank you very much. Join the Classic Radio Club at ClassicRadioClub.com. That's ClassicRadioClub.com. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Hey, Mike, she still hasn't gotten it yet. It's been like 15 minutes. I'm done. Did you miss it? Did you get it? No, I'm just taking a break. You're taking a break or or are you on six already? No, I'm not on six. I'm taking a break. What what are you on on Wordle? I am on four. Let me see. All right, so you still got a chance. Oh, I'll get it. I'm just not seeing. I it got at it the on moment. three. Yeah, Thank I, you very I heard much. that. You mentioned that. You should hear. You should hear her over here. She's like, "This stupid." I'm gang, taking a break. No, I don't talk like that. But I'm taking a well-needed break. It's a great game, folks. If you don't play Wordle, um, it's a great game. I mean, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with it right now. I play it pretty much every day. I do it every day, and I've never had this much trouble. So really. I, don't I know. got it on Must three. Did fault. I tell you that already? No, you didn't. How yeah, many? I got it on three. Three. I didn't know that. Yeah, I got it on three. That's like, great. With not very much effort at all, and oh, maybe I'm about. I'm so happy for you. Maybe about two. Maybe a minute and a half. I got it. Wow, you must. And be... you've been working on it for what? Twenty minutes at now. At least two hours. Well, yeah. look, you started at twelve o'clock. No, I did not start at twelve. A couple o'clock. minutes. We were after. on the radio. You've been working on it for about twenty minutes. At least a couple hours. So I must yeah. be like. What, three, four times smarter than For you? For sure, yeah. Four, five times smarter? Oh, yes, definitely. <sighs> oh, we'll just revel in that. I am. <laughs> Basking in it. I'm Basking marinating. Basking in the glow of intelligence. Marinating in it. <laughs> We're listening to Philo Vance Detective, starring Jackson Beck. And, um, yeah, when I asked him if I could interview him, he was kind of like, mm. he was, he was like how was you are word. being right now, you know? Crusty, I'm being crusty. Kind of crusty and kind of... You well, know, I've been irritated. called things, but I've never been called crusty before. Irritated and crusty. <laughs> oh, I'm irritated. It was a little true. bit. I'm sure. You know, maybe he was having a bad day. Maybe you know? he couldn't get the wordle that day. Probably not. That was probably it. I'm trying to think how long ago this was. I was probably like mm, 23, 24. So I was born in 63. So it was like the late 80s. the late 80s. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I got to talk to him, and it was pretty cool. I mean, he played Philo Vance. He was the announcer on The Adventures of Superman. That was Jackson Beck. He did a lot of did a lot of acting on radio. This is called The Full Dress Murder Case, June 13, 1950. Here's the conclusion to Philo Vance Detective. Hello. 
Look, the joint is open, but nothing is going on. The boss is out, and I don't sling no hash. I wasn't looking for food. And what are you doing here at 2.30 in the morning? Slumming? Could be that. You look like something from uptown. Huh? It doesn't matter where I come from, does it? Maybe it does. Now, don't be difficult, friend. I'm Philo Vance. Huh? That name mean anything to you? No, but I'm glad for your sake you got it. Everybody's got to have some kind of a name. Of course, you overdid it now, a little. listen, you. No, hey, the coat. Don't bend the coat. Relax. Okay. What do you want? I want to know whether you ever heard of a man they called Boxcar Charlie. Not that I remember. He never came in here? Not that I know of. You around this place very often? Not so you could notice. Where's the owner? George, I don't know. Out somewhere, I guess. I see. I'm not getting anywhere. Is there anything you do know, my friend? Yeah, sure. Try me on that two and two business. Look, I've had no sleep and I've very little patience left. Get me a cup of coffee. Hey, why don't you drink milk, huh? It's better for growing boys. I'll beat it, Sonny. I'm awful busy doing nothing. I've got nowhere to go. You don't get out of here. They'll be digging you a place to go. Now beat it, I said. That's right. You did say that. Now, is there any way you know of making me leave? Yeah. Just one very simple way. I ask you nicely, and then this. Ah. That was better than walking around the reservoir. Gave me some exercise, but very little else. What else did you want? What happened to Willie? Willie is out. You, George? Yeah. What hit him besides you? The truck that just happened to be going through your coffee shop. That's a shortcut, I guess. More trucks go through here. George, I've got some questions to ask you. Isn't that funny? I got no answers. I'll look around for some if you like. Now, don't you be cute. Why should I answer anything you ask? Whoever you are. Look at Willie. That a good enough reason? What'd he do, argue with you? Take the other side or whatever you said? He always did that. You shouldn't have got sore. The next time I feel my emotions carry me away, I'll remember to ask your permission. Yeah, do that. George, I'm Philo Vance. I want to know something about a man called Boxcar Charlie. Who? Well, here we go again. George, remember Willie here? Oh, Boxcar Charlie. Why didn't you say so? What do you want to know about him? When did you see him last? Yesterday sometime. Why? He was knifed to death earlier tonight. He was? Yes. Well, ain't that too bad. Why, he didn't have very much to live for, though, did he? What are you, detective? Not exactly. Well, in that case, if I was you, you know what I'd do? Should I? Yeah. If you're smart, you'd follow your nose right out of here. It's the only way I know of keeping it out of a business that don't concern you. <laughs> This is District Attorney Markham. The full-dress murder case opened with the finding of the knife body of boxcar Charlie, derelict. When discovered, Charlie's body was clothed in full evening dress, which led Philo Vance to announce he knew where to start looking for the killer. Vance told me that a certain diner would supply a clue. But how he arrived at that, or what happened at the diner when he went there, I have yet to find out. Vance is here, however, and I'm... Vance, I have a theory about the evening clothes. Have you, Markham? Yes. Boxcar Charlie wasn't a tramp. He was living in the slums for some reason. Actually, he lived a double life and was known by quite another name in society. 
That would account for his full dress. Yes, it would. Well, then you agree that what I believe is possible. Oh, definitely. Of course, I haven't done any investigation along those lines, but it is possible. If you haven't investigated, it's because you're on an entirely different and chances are a much more logical angle. Well, it is different, I'll tell you that. Will you also tell me what it is, what other reason there could be for a broken-down character to be wearing top hat and tails? No, I will not. Not yet. But I must very shortly. Well, that's something. And by the way, why must you? Because you'll find out for yourself very shortly. That's interesting news. Tell me what you found out at George's diner, would you, Vance? I think I found out who killed Charlie. Hmm, just like that. Yes. I have several reasons for thinking that. One of them being the fact that it was so hard to get information about Charlie from the owner of the diner and his friend Willie. How do you know they knew him? That I've got to keep to myself until I'm sure they did. Remember, I said I only think I know our killers. When I'm sure and when I find why Charlie was killed, I'll let you know. And let you in on how I know. Connie? George, come on over. Brought you some fresh coffee from the shop this morning, Connie. Oh, thanks. Would you set it down right there, please? Sure. Thanks. Guess how much came in this morning? A lot, huh? Mm-hmm. $8,000, George. I've got over $11,000 right here. Isn't that wonderful? Mm. I'll be able to build a sleeping dormitory and put in a kitchen and... Oh, golly, I think people are nice, don't you? Some of them, Connie. I still think you ought to put that money in a safe place. Oh, I will. As soon as someone comes in to relieve me, I'll go to the bank. Oh, it was wonderful opening those letters and seeing all the money that... Hold everything, you two. Well, what? George, he's got a gun. George! What's the matter with your boyfriend, lady? Can't he talk? What do you want? This is a mission. There's nothing here you can steal. I wouldn't say that. I'll take that envelope on that desk, lady. Oh, no, 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 please. That, that isn't my money. It belongs to It's the... going to belong to me. No. That's all I care about. Now, hand it over. George! Okay, okay, Connie. Now, look, you. That money is charity, though. It's supposed to help poor people. <laughs> What's the matter? You think I'm rich? Give me that. Oh, no. Yeah, now that's better. Now, both of you be nice and quiet for five minutes. No, you don't. I... Hey. Hey. I knocked the gun out of his hand. Grab it, Connie. All right. Oh. Oh. You're not grabbing any gun, lady. George. Ah, hold it. I got my gun back, and you got your boyfriend oh, on the please, floor. Please, please. Now, see that he stays there for a few minutes, and you stay here, too, to take care of him. Which will be also taken care of yourself. Now, over ten grand already, Georgie, and I ain't through yet. It'll be over eleven thousand. I don't think so. Again, he don't think so. Don't you ever agree with anything, Willie? Not if I can help it. Yeah, yeah, one thing. What's that? That is a pip of a shiner you got on your right eye. Mm. <laughs> I didn't know I could hit so hard. You know, when I clipped you with the mission, Georgie, I wasn't trying to hurt you. You didn't. I fake getting knocked out, and you know it. Well, then what's with the eye? That's smart, Alec. Philo Vance has been around, hasn't he? I suppose he hears about the stick-up of the mission and starts putting two and two together and finds I was at the mission when a hold-up took place. Oh, so you gave yourself a black eye. Smart guy. Uh Uh-huh. And on you, it don't look bad. Big joke. Hey, now, where, where did I stop counting? Uh, it was over 10,000. I don't know the exact figure. Well, I would call it 10,020. That was about it. Hey, Georgie, somebody's trying the door. Huh? Oh, shut up and he'll go away, whoever it is. Come on, open up in there. I heard you talking. Open up. Hey, that sounds like Vance. Yeah, for once, I wish I could argue with you. You better open up as soon as I stash this money out of sight. Okay, get rid of it. I'm going to open the door. All right. Hold it, I'm coming. 
Okay, Georgie, let him in. Okay. Hello, Vance. Hello. Aren't you open for business? Does it look like we are? No. I came over to see you about that holdup at the mission, George. I understand you were quite a hero. Well, are you back again? Apparently. Right at the moment, I want to talk to George. Any objections? Uh, not from me, no. I thought you were investigating Boxcar Charlie's murder, Vance. How come a stick-up interests you? There might possibly be a connection, you know. <laughs> That's a lovely eye you have. Like it? Maybe you'd like one to match. Willie would talk you out of trying. But I'm hoping he won't if you know what I mean. Have any trouble seeing out of it? Not a bit. My left eye is awfully good. Well, you're here, Vance. I'm still waiting to find out why. Just to get your story of the holdup. What story? Guy came in with a gun. He grabbed the envelope with the money in it with his left hand. He started backing away when I knocked the gun out of his mitt. Clipped me while I was trying to grab the envelope, and that's all. It probably ain't, Vance. Ask him more questions. I really don't have to, Willie. I'm quite certain I know all the answers now. <laughs> Connie here, and I have been waiting quite a while for you, Vance. Yes, I'm sorry, Markham. My apologies, Miss Connie. Quite all right. But I wanted to be very sure of my ground first. And are you now, Mr. Vance? Yes. I know George and Willie killed Boxcar Charlie. I know why they did it. Oh? And I know both of them were in on the plan to rob your mission of the benefit money. We don't have to know very much more than that to make our arrest, Vance. I'm still waiting to find out the reason Boxcar Charlie was dressed in evening clothes, by the way. I'm so glad he was, Markham. It made things so much easier. Not for me. Well, Mr. Vance, if you know who killed Charlie, if you know it was Willie and George and you know they both robbed me, what are you waiting for? Why don't you let Mr. Markham arrest them so I can get that money? I want you to try and get it without our having to arrest them, Miss Connie. What? You, uh, you took the word right out of my mouth, Miss Connie. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be mysterious. What I meant was that if you'll do one thing for me, Miss Connie... Yes? We'll have two killers in custody before nightfall. Sure, I know where George lives, Miss Connie. I sure am anxious to do something for you on account of all the coffee you give me at the mission. Oh, that's perfectly all right. Just point out the house to me. If well, you... it ain't really a house. It's uh, kind of like a basement. Well, where... It's right here. It oh. is right there, Miss Connie. Only I sure hope you ain't going to get tangled up with him. I sure hope you ain't, Miss Connie. I'll be all right, and thank you very much. It's all right. It's sure all right. I'd sure like to come over to the mission sometime. Any time at all. Yeah? Who is it? It's me. Connie from the mission. Well, I never expected you here. I know you didn't. Hello, George. Hi, Willie. You're all we need here. Of course, I'm delighted to have you visit me, Connie, but I can't think of any reason why you're here. I can. I think Willie's got something. You said it. Look, George, you don't think I fell for that phony holdup, do you? I know Willie didn't hit you hard enough to knock you down. I let him grab that money. And now I'm here for a cut. Oh. For once, I agree with you, George. I have a little information, boys. Philo Vance knows the whole score, too. And if you don't, Lamb, you two characters are cooked. So you're not the big-hearted dame who only lived to pass out coffee to bums, are you, Connie? You want to talk about me or you? All right, all right. 
Vance knows you killed Boxcar Charlie, and he knows Charlie probably overheard you two planning the stick-up, and so you killed him. Oh, that Vance. How could he know that? That ain't important. Connie, you've earned your cut, and you'll get it. Fine. Now, can you stall, Vance, if we make a three-way cut of the dough we got? Maybe. And I think I know how Vance located us. But does he know we faked that hold-up, Georgie and me? He sure does. How could he know that? We didn't do anything. That's a matter of opinion. Vance. And District Attorney Markham. Yes. Oh, how well did I do, Mr. Vance? What is this? Snapping off the lock on the door so we could get in was excellent, Miss Connor. Hey, that dame was a phony, a phony. How do you like that? And these characters heard us admit we killed Charlie. The window, Willie. Let's get out the window. No, no, you don't. Grab Willie, Markham. Wait. One down. How are you doing, Markham? Watch. Well, I'd say you were doing very well. And now, Miss Connie, your money is probably in this place somewhere. I hope so. I think we'll be able to find it and officially close this case. Oh, no, you don't, Vance. No? Why not? First, I want to know how you tracked Boxcar Charlie's murder to George and Willie and how you knew that holdup was faked. All right, Markham. I'll tell you. But let's take George and Willie downtown first, and I'll tell you how I knew second. Markham, you've been puzzled as to why Boxcar Charlie was wearing a full-dress suit when he was killed, aren't you? Among other things, I am puzzled about that, yes. Well, when I saw the full dress he was wearing, I noticed there were two worn spots about an inch and a half wide on each shoulder. Now, what would make worn spots like that? I haven't the slightest idea. I thought it might be from a sandwich sign that was being carried around. The straps from the sign would wear down the cloth just that way. That still doesn't tell you anything. Or rather, it doesn't tell me anything. I believed that if the man were in evening clothes, there had to be a reason for it. I believed he was carrying a sign advertising something to do with high hat or full dress. I looked in the phone book. Yes, I remember you telling me you used the phone book. I did, and found a number of high hat diners. Uh Uh-huh. Five of them, to be exact. I investigated them all until I found George's place. It sounds very simple now when you tell it. Do you mind telling me how you knew the holdup at the mission wasn't on the level? Not at all. According to Miss Connie's story and George's... He was standing facing the masked hold-up man and was trying to get the envelope with the money in it out of that individual's left hand. That's right. Then the hold-up character allegedly hit George in the eye and dropped him. That's the story George and Connie told. Certainly, but George's eye made it a lie. You see, in that situation, the hold-up man must have hit George in the left eye. Yet it was George's right eye that was black, an indication that somewhere along the line there was something a little bit spurious. No doubt about that. George probably blackened his own eye to make his story and Connie's corroboration really stand up. Yes. Your theory of why George and Willie killed Charlie has been borne out by their confession, so I guess that's the end of them. The end of them and of the full-dress murder case. Pretty sure that's a ham and organ right there, I'm Lisa. Pretty sure you're right again, Carl. Yes. This is your night. Yeah. Except for uh, this month in, uh, what was it? Music, uh, no, no, this no. Um, really ridiculous Real, music edition. I got all of them wrong. Every single one. Every single. <laughs> I mean, I could have just said. And it's true or false. Really I, ridiculous. I, I could have just said true on every one of them, and I would have done better. Much better. Than actually. what I did. That's correct. But anyway, that is. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean that's just crazy. How do you get every single? How do you get every single one of them wrong? I feel like it's because I know you so well. I know what you're going to say. Yeah, I really do. But I did get the uh, every one of the songs is right in this. You did this hour. I know. Right? So you're trying to make up for it yourself. Wow. Anyway, that's Philo Vance Detective, June thirteenth, nineteen fifty, the full dress murder case, starring Jackson Beck and. This was a syndicated series by Ziv. Ziv um, was out of uh, Ziv was out of. Let me see, St. Louis. Um, is that right? Is that were they out of St. Louis? I think it was. And but this these were all done out of the um, out of New York. So you know, Jackson Beck was a was an East Coast actor, and this whole series was done over at Mutual, same place that Boston Blackie was being um, recorded. And um, this was in syndication. Very successful. They did, I think, almost 120 or so episodes with Jackson Beck as the lead on this series. And very good quality. We have the master recordings. So hope you enjoyed that. Time now for This Month in Music History. And this is our final song going back to 1940. I love coffee. I love tea. I love the Java Java and it loves me. You know the song? And the Java and me. No. No? I mean, I've heard it. No? This is called Java Jive. Java Jive? No. Java Jive. No, I know this one. Uh, This is the Ink Spots. Wow, the Ink Spots. um, Right, this song reached number 17 on the pop charts. And um, this is like the version of Java Jive. There's been others. And it was heard in the 1942 movie In This Our Life. This would be a great uh, theme for a coffee company now, right? Right? Sure. Java Java Jive? Yep. Is that what it's called? Just Java Jive. But you can always add a few Javas if you want to. You added a few extras in there. Well, because it's caffeinated, so you got to put an extra one in there. Here. Coffee. I love tea. I love the Java Jive and it loves me. You know, I don't know if I've ever heard this song. Well, I picked songs that were familiar to me. Really? Really. This is familiar to you? Yes, I know this song. What? Who are you? I, mean, I don't know. I don't know that I knew this original version of it, but there's been other versions you know, post this. Do you believe in reincarnation? Maybe this was like a song that you were, maybe you were one of the... Java divers, maybe. Maybe you were one of the ink spotters. You were one of the ink spotters. Yeah, that's possible, but I'm not gonna, uh, <laughs> not gonna go with that. And that's why you have, you know, you recognize it because. No, there were some later versions of this song that oh. uh, beyond 1940. All right. I well, know. I don't really know this song. Okay. Well, there you go. You so there it is. It. All right. Thanks, Lisa sure. Wolf. When we come back, it's more of Hollywood 360. So stay with us. Sweet and hot. Whoops, Mr. Moto, I'm a coffin pot. Shoot me the More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. Join us next week for the Charlie McCarthy Show, Sherlock Holmes, The Whistler, The Dennis Day Show, and The Screen Director's Playhouse. Be sure to visit our official website, Hollywood360radio.com. Make sure you check us out on Facebook, too. Like us, please, if you go there. Go to Hollywood360radio is our Facebook. 
from my co-host, Lisa Wolf, our executive producer, Mike Costella, my crabby brother, Vince Amari. This is Carl Amari saying stay safe, be healthy, and thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. This is Meredith from the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast, where I discuss all things for seniors. From fitness, your health and wellness journeys, how to be all over strong and beyond. I also have my mini podcast called Motivation with Meredith. It's a great, quick, motivational pick-me-up for your days. Join me. Listen now. Search for Senior Fitness with Meredith on your favorite podcast platform.